Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go Go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. Hey friends, I am super excited to start a brand new series with you with some of the guest interviews that I'm going to be releasing over the next couple months. We are going to be doing a signature service spotlight where I am bringing on freelancers who have decided to create that signature service within their business so that they can become seen as the expert. And we're going to kind of do a deep dive into what that service looks like. So if you are someone who is kind of starting out as a general VA and you have been thinking, okay, I might wanna start to specialize in something, but I'm not sure what I should specialize in or what that should look like, that's why I wanted to bring on some of the experts that I know personally in the online space to talk you through what that service looks like. So today, we are going to be interviewing Kristen Smith and she is a social media specialist. She does social media management and strategy, and she is going to talk you through what that process looks like for her. What does she offer to her clients? What does it look like for her business and her packages? You're going to love this episode. She talks a little bit about why she got into freelancing as well. So let's go ahead, let's meet Kristen and learn all about being a social media manager. Hey, Kristen, I am super excited to have you on the podcast today and to kick off this new series that we are doing, where we are talking about the different kind of services that you can offer as you are thinking about growing and scaling your business. So I'm super excited to have you on today to talk all about social media. So thank you for joining us. Absolutely. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So let's take it back a little bit before you were a freelancer, before you were doing this full time. What was your life like? What were you doing prior to becoming a freelancer? Yeah. So I was working in marketing for a new home builder and I also had just found out that I was pregnant, but a few months before I found out I was pregnant, I had been listening to all kinds of business podcasts because I had this high interest in doing my own thing. And I was kind of getting bored at my eight to five And also there really wasn't any, there wasn't much room for me to grow. And so I had just felt like I had learned all that I needed to learn. And, you know, I was kind of starting to crave more. And I knew that, that I had developed so many skills in my professional career that I would, you know, that there were a lot of things that I could 
be able to offer people and, you know, just start my own thing. So once I found out I was pregnant, then uh, I also really wanted to be able to stay home with my son and not, well, I didn't know he was my, a boy at the time, but um, I wanted to be able to stay home with my baby and not send him to daycare. And so that really was what, what gave me the final push to go ahead and get started. And I am so incredibly grateful that I decided to do it. It has been incredible. Now, how long has it been? So I know you've got a little guy, but how long has it been since that? Like right when you found out you were pregnant until now, what's the time frame? That was the, that was August of 2019. So two years ago. And then I took a course on how to start my business and, you know, do, uh, get all the foundations in place and everything. And then I would say I started getting clients maybe like two or three months after I started the course. So it was like, I think it was like November of 2019 when I really started getting clients and really putting myself out there on social media and, and announcing what I was doing to the public. And at this time, were you still working full-time as well? Like you still had your job? And if yes, when did you make that transition to take your business full-time? Yeah, I was. So I was still working full-time and then I would come home in the evenings and work on my business and a little bit on the weekends. I decided to take a little bit of time off when I was in my third trimester, I was just getting really tired. And I had also seen that I was able to get clients and rather quickly, a lot quicker than I thought I would. And I was really happy with my marketing and, you know, the presence I had already built in such a short amount of time. So I was confident that I would be able to take a little bit of a break and, you know, just kind of relax, get you know, uh, get ready for the baby. And then I would just start taking clients again once I had him. So had him in March of 2020. And then I was just like, so anxious to get back into it. I had still been posting on social media just so that people still would remember me and know I was there and everything. And then I finally was ready to start taking clients just two months after having him, I thought I would take a three month maternity leave. And I, I took a three month maternity leave from my eight to five, but I was just like, I liked what I was doing and I was excited to get into it. And I felt like I had a good rhythm with my son. He slept a lot. They <laughs> babies sleep a lot, you know, when they're newborn. So I got started, I started back up two months later and I was so nervous to quit my nine to five or eight to five. And I, I even went back for a week after my maternity leave ended. And I was like, I don't know why I'm doing this. It was just like a comfort thing, you know, but it was so hard to send him to daycare for that week. And, and I knew that I was getting clients. I knew that I could do it. So I finally was like, okay, I'm leaving. And I put my two weeks in. And so then, you know, I, I only worked with them for like three weeks and then I was done. Wow. That's kind of, and, it, and I was thinking too, like you had your son in, you said in March of 2020. So like, that was when everything was kind of going like crazy. And I always had, I had yes. people who were like, did you, you know, cause at that point I had already had my business for a little bit of almost two years at the time. And I had people like, oh, are you, are you being affected by this? And I was actually like, 
No, like I'm actually really like things are really crazy right now because so many people are like, okay, I need to pivot. I need to like do more. I didn't like the clients that I already had were like, let's pick up steam. Let's do more. Um, and then like, I had other clients who were like, Hey, I'm going to need you. So for me, it was like, I know like a lot of people were like struggling and everything like that. And I, I, my heart went out to them too, but I was like, things are crazy right now. And I'm sure like you felt that same way too. Absolutely. I, I mean, I was still kind of sort of new to it because I was picking everything back up, but I still saw the craziness of it. And in a good way, you know, I was like, wow, okay. I'm really glad I decided to do this. There are so many people out there who need help. And it was like the online business world just kind of blew up at that time. And it, it hasn't slowed down ever since. Yeah. And then one thing else I wanted to mention, cause you were talking about, like you were still posting on social media. One thing that I have always noticed about you is very early on, like you had that Instagram presence, like you were very much um, talking about what you were doing on social media. Was that something that you felt like you had from previous experience or did you kind of have to like build that confidence or maybe a little bit of both? Yeah, I'd say a little bit of both. So I did have Instagram experience uh, with the companies I was working for, but it was different because, you know, I was posting for a corporation and it was just a completely, you know, completely different kind of type of content. So when I was posting for my own business, that it really, it took a lot of courage and, um, confidence building on my part because, I had to show up as myself and, you know, I was promoting myself being a personal brand. You really, you put yourself out there quite a bit, but I had been following some other personal brands before I started my business because I was inspired by them. And I knew that's what I wanted to do. So I had been watching for so long, like what these people were doing and, and just kind of taking a, a mental note of what I really liked and just kind of thinking about how I wanted to put myself out there when it was my time. And so when I finally launched my Instagram account and I did this, this was like a couple months after I started taking that course to start my business. Once I launched, I, my plan was working right away. <laughs> um, and I, I was getting a lot of business from it. So showing up, and um, putting myself out there, it just got, it got easier and easier because I was seeing very, very quickly the results and what it was doing for my business and just the memorable brand I was creating. People were remembering me and referring me. And I was, I was successfully positioning myself as an expert. So people were starting to come to me when they had questions about, you know, I was most, I was pretty much talking about social media because <laughs> that's what a lot of my, I, I was started as a virtual assistant, but, um, one of the services that I had offered was social media services. So a lot of people were coming to me to ask me about social media and they had seen that I was doing so well on Instagram and that, you know, that I was showing up quite a bit and they wanted their account to be doing, to be working for them the same way. So that's, that's why I ended up niching down to social media and mostly specializing in Instagram. Yeah. It was just kind of a natural transition for me. Yeah. I was going to ask you, that was going to be my next question was, did you always start out with social media or did you pivot? And then you answered that. So then the next thing, before we kind of get into like 
what you kind of do as a social media manager specializing in Instagram, because I know people are going to be asking me this, like, Hey, she had success on Instagram, like right away. Like, what was she doing? Like, did, could you feel like you could pinpoint one thing or was it a combination of getting on stories, posting, like, what do you feel like really helped you to, because I, I know that I have a lot of people who say like, well, I, I want to start the account, but I'm worried of starting with zero or how am I going to grow it? So if you could just kind of give some tips on maybe what worked for you. I know every, every person's going to be different, but if there's anything that you felt like, yeah, this really worked um, and really positioned me or helped me to kind of gain that following. Yeah. I, I would say, so I was posting consistently. I was making sure that I was posting at least two to three times per week, most, mostly like three, at least. So I was regularly showing up for my audience and Instagram stories was really big for me. I was getting on and it took me a while to get on video on Instagram stories, but I was really good about, you know, at least getting on there and sharing some engaging content. But once I, once I gained the confidence and started showing up on video and I didn't gain the confidence before I started showing up on video. I should make sure to let everybody know that once I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to just take action and start getting on video on Instagram stories. Um, I did start gaining the confidence after I started taking action and doing that. It just took some practice. It took me sometimes, honestly, recording myself a couple times and being like, oh, I hate this and then deleting it and starting over um, until it just started becoming natural and not a big deal. And uh, I was blown away by how that worked. That was like what was really starting to completely change the way my audience was following me along in this business journey, they, I I just started noticing way more DMs and more uh, engagement on my feed posts and more referrals in Facebook groups from people who had been following me on Instagram. So I am such a big believer in getting on video and just talking to your audience and letting them get to know you. It's the best way to really build a strong connection and just for people to feel like they relate to you. And I've had people tell me, like I, uh, I offer strategy sessions and I got on a strategy session once and, um, this, the person I was on there with, she was like, I feel like I know you. And I've had people say that before. And I feel like that's a, a good indication that you are successfully, building a strong connection with your audience when they feel like they know you. And that's part of the no like trust factor that we really need to make sure we're building in order for people to buy from us and want to work with us. Yeah. And I love how you said, like, you didn't wait for the confidence to come. I talk about that all the time. Like if you're waiting for the right moment, or if you're waiting to feel super confident, you're going to be waiting forever. Like it's just not going to happen. And I always say like, start small, like no, you, I mean, you'll probably follow people who have, you know, many, many stories of them, like, and people call it like the talking head, like just, you know, face to camera, like talking on the Instagram stories. You don't have to start there. You don't have to do these long things. Just get on there a couple of times, even if you're saying, Hey, I just wanted to jump on and hope you're having a great day. Like just starting out small. Cause that's what I did too. And I remember when I was, when I first started, cause I just kept I have people who ask me this too. Like, do I need the separate accounts? I just kept like the personal account that I had created when I was in college, I think. 
uh, I just kind of transitioned that over and just kind of um, migrated the two and started talking about both. But I remember when I was first started getting on stories and I was doing like my face to camera, I would always look at the people who were watching my stories and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that person just saw it. And so one thing like I had to do is I had to stop looking at it because I'm like, if I don't know that anybody's watching it, if I don't know specifically who's watching it, like I'm going to be all right. Like I'm just, you know, putting it out there and letting it go and knowing that in 24 hours, it's going to disappear. <laughs> yes. Yes. I did that too. I, and it was, it's mostly with my friends, people that know me because, you know, I started my account fresh and I still had friends finding it and coming over and they, um, I think it, I love that they like to consume my content and see what I'm doing and everything. But at first that was really hard for me too. I'm like, oh, this person is watching me sit on my phone and like talk to my phone, like a weirdo. <laughs> and it's not weird. Like, I mean, you feel that way at first, but I don't feel that way anymore. <laughs> right. Well, and you feel that way about yourself, but I watched, I mean, and I'm sure everybody listening, you have certain people that you watch that you follow that they get on their stories and they talk and you don't even for one second think, oh my gosh, this is weird. Like, why is she doing this? Why is she talking? Like you get excited. Like you have that core group of people that you probably always want to make sure that you're watching their stories or consuming their content. Um, and we want that to be the, the same way for you. We want that you to start to build that around your business, around your service that you're offering so that you can start having people saying like, I've got to find out what she's doing, what she's talking about. And then at some point there's going to come a time where you're going to probably pitch your services or talk about what you're doing. And those core people are going to be like, yeah, I got to get in her DMs. I got to find out what she's doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you are, uh, if you have a good strategy and you show up and your strategy is working, then you will definitely see, you know, a lot of regular people, engaging with you and following along continuously. Yeah. So now I want to pivot a little bit into talking about what you do as a social media manager, just so to kind of give people, if they're thinking like right now, if they're kind of just a general VA kind of doing all the services and they're really thinking, okay, it's time for me to start to narrow in on what I really like doing, what I want to offer. Can you talk us through a little bit about what you currently offer to clients and what that looks like for you on that side of your business? Yeah. So I personally, I really like to write and I'm a, I'm a really creative person. So my main core service that I do for almost everybody is creating captions. And so I write the captions. I also pull images. Um, I, I get a folder, like a shared folder where my clients will upload photos and I can just pick through whichever ones I want for that particular post. Um, I'll create some graphics in Canva so that um, we like to do, I work with personal brands and we like to do a lot of education. So they're like uh, course creators and coaches, those types. So we like to do some education. So I'll create some graphics in Canva for that. Let's see, I'll do some engagement for clients, making sure that you're getting out there and engaging with others is really important. So I'll spend 15 to 30 minutes a day. It depends on what the client wants to include in their package, but I'll get on their Instagram account and I'll just time myself and make sure I'm going through and engaging with their audience. It helps, um, you know, boost the, the reach on their posts uh, and, you know, get more engagement on their content. I have one client where I am just creating a 
monthly content calendar. And it's more, it's not just a basic content calendar. It's uh, more advanced where it has content, some content strategy. So I'm going in and I, I create this in ClickUp, but I actually create prompts for them. So they know what to, she, she's a, um, she's a blogger and she also has uh, merchandise that she sells. So she's really good at writing and she likes writing. She wants to do that on her own. So I just create prompts for her. So she doesn't have to really, you know, think too much about what she wants to post about. And then I'll also create prompts for what she can share on her Instagram stories to make sure she's getting in there. I have found that a lot of clients have trouble, uh, keeping up with their Instagram stories. So whenever I, um, I'm starting with a client. I always make sure that they know how important it is to be getting on video and be getting into your stories. So, um, so some clients really like to have prompts for that. Otherwise they won't be doing it. They have trouble coming up with ideas and all of that. I have also done that with a client for, um, she's not doing this anymore, but she wanted prompts for what she can go live on for a while. She doesn't, she's not going live right now, but I have found that that is really helpful. So, so this is a great being a social media manager and, and strategist. I'm a social media manager and strategist because I, I also include strategy. You really need to be creative. You, you need to like to write if you are going to be offering, you know, the actual content creation, being able to have an eye for design and enjoying that is really good because a lot of clients like to include uh, graphics. They can get their graphics from, they can, they can just outsource that to as a one-time project to somebody else if you don't offer that. So if you don't want to do the creative, then you can, uh, you can just tell them like maybe have some people in your back pocket that you can pass them off to and say, Hey, I don't do this, but, uh, but you can outsource to this person and just initially just get those templates done. But, um, but I, it is good if you can offer that as part of your packaging. And then I offer strategy sessions. So it's a, I have one that's a 90 day strategy plan where we get on a call for an hour and then we come up with a plan for how they can, whatever they need to do, whatever their goals are, I'll come up with a 90 day plan. And then I outline all the steps they need to take for the next 90 days in order to reach the goals that we go over. And I also just offer one-on-one coaching sessions. I don't charge a whole lot for that. I can, but I just don't at this time. Just for anyone who, you know, if, if there are other social media managers who need help and want me to kind of take them behind the scenes and help them come up with their process or, um, you know, anybody I I can get on a call for an hour and we can really go over whatever their goals are. And now I'm starting to get into digital products. So that's exciting. (laughs) Yeah. That's super exciting. Okay. A couple questions that you, when you were talking about, I'm like, all right, I gotta make sure I ask that. So the first thing I know you said you had some of that like marketing background from your previous job, but do you have any other resources or anything that you use to really help you? I know like 
social media, Instagram is changing constantly. Do you, is there certain things that you follow or did you use a lot of like the free resources online just to kind of make sure that you are keeping up like with the best practices of what's going on with Instagram, the algorithm, all the craziness? <laughs> yeah. So one wonderful thing about being in the account every day is that you just kind of gain this intuition about the account and um, you really are testing on several accounts. So thankfully, a lot of it is just me testing and seeing what's working, what's not. And that's with any type of marketing, really, you're going to be testing constantly and analyzing and seeing, you know, what, um, what is working, what the audience is responding to, and it's going to be different for each person. One of the best pieces of advice I can give to an aspiring social media manager is to run your own account for your own business, because a, you're going to be getting business for yourself, but B that is an opportunity for you to test everything. So I use my own personal Instagram account to test everything and I'll try all kinds of different things, um, and just continue to see what's working, what's not. There are also some good social media podcasts you can listen to. I try not to do that too much because I don't want to be adopting everyone else's strategies. I kind of want to be testing it myself and, and having my own strategy strategies, but, um, but it is good to hear, you know, what others are saying and just kind of, so I do that every once in a while, but, um, one good one is the social media think they may have changed the name. It was the social media examiner, but I think it might be the social media marketing podcast or something. It's with, um, Michael Stalzner. So that has been, that has been great because, um, he just brings on a bunch of different, um, professionals and experts and, and then you can really stay up to date on what's going on in the social media world. And they talk about all kinds of different social media platforms. So you really stay informed on several platforms. Uh, if you listen to that podcast, making, uh, having, creating reports monthly for clients has been really helpful for me because that forces me to really dig in to my, the accounts and really see what's working and what's not. So I highly recommend offering at least basic reporting for your clients. Um, that will really help. Obviously it's good. It's a great service to offer the client, but it's also good for you to really continue to take a look at what's working and what's not and make sure you're analyzing the accounts you're working on. Perfect. That's really, really great. And then the other thing, cause I was thinking about this too. I, I did a little bit of social media. It wasn't where my heart was, but I did a little bit of it, but one thing, and maybe now that it's changed, cause I know that you can do a little bit more from the desktop um, version, at least for Instagram. Um, but one thing, like I felt like I had to do a lot of things, like, especially like engagement from my phone. And so then I was get, I felt like I was getting notifications from the different client accounts. How do you handle that? Do you do a lot from your phone or do you do more just on your computer? And like from a busy mom, I know that I've got a lot of busy moms thinking, and I'm like, I would not want my phone dinging all the time. <laughs> Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I do not turn on notifications. So I, I do respond to comments on my clients accounts, but they're not like they, as long as I'm hitting it at least once a day and responding to people, it's really not a huge deal. You don't have to sit on your phone all day and check comments. So 
Um, I don't have notifications on. <laughs> I just want to set aside a certain, um, you know, a certain time in the day where I work through their accounts. And then every once in a while, I might check their account later, but you really don't have to. I check my, one of my clients, um, I manage her Facebook, her business Facebook group, and I just check it a couple times a day and, and that's it. So no notifications. <laughs> um, and, uh, I think just making sure you set a, you know, a certain part of the day aside just to get in and spend some time on there. But you, I thought that you would have to be on it all day long, but you, you don't, that's not true. And you can also, you don't have to be actually going in and posting every day for the client. You can use a scheduler so you can create, I like to create all of the content at once. And then once the client approves it, I schedule, I schedule it out. So I'm not sitting there posting every day. Um, there will be some things that you have to post manually. So for one of my clients, I post a couple of carousels per week on Instagram. And unfortunately you can't schedule those. And a carousel is where you post uh, multiple images in the post. So yeah, you have to do that manually. And then if you, sometimes I'll post a reel for a client and that, um, I have to do manually, but I'm just doing that in the morning around the same time that I'm doing the engagement for my clients. So it's all like, you know, I spend like maybe two hours or so every morning doing all that stuff. And then it frees up the rest of my day. And then the rest of the month is just creating content whenever it comes time for it. And that only comes around, you know, once a month. So yeah, I have a lot of free time. Luckily. <laughs> um, okay, great. And then the other thing you kind of touched on, I know you mentioned ClickUp too, that you use. Um, and then you talked about a scheduler. Are there any programs that you would definitely recommend for someone who's thinking about doing social media that they kind of use, or at least become familiar with so that they can start to incorporate that with their clients? Yeah, I would really recommend starting to get to know Canva. And if you aren't really sure how to use it, I would, you can, you can use, um, find a way to do it on YouTube. I'm also creating a course on how to use Instagram for business. So, and I go over the, um, how to use Canva in that. So there's different ways that you can learn that. Uh, what else? Um, you don't have to use a paid scheduler. Uh, Facebook has creator studio, which is a free scheduler and it works for both Facebook and Instagram, as long as your Instagram and Facebook accounts are linked up. So you need to make sure your client's accounts are linked up if you use that. Um, but you can start getting to know how, like know how that works for your own business. So I highly recommend starting to get to know that that way you can offer that as a free scheduler for your clients. If they don't want to get a paid scheduler. Um, and then I don't, I don't really use any other, I'm trying to think if I use any other programs for social media, I love ClickUp, but you can use, I, I started out using just a Google spreadsheet for the calendar. I uh, would create their calendars there, and then I would create their content outline and just write up all the captions and all of that in a Google doc. And you can post the image on there so they can see what image you're going to use and all that. Um, but now I really like to do that in ClickUp. It's just a great system. You don't have to start with those more advanced systems yet, though, when you're starting out. 
Yeah, I was in it when you were talking about creating the content calendar and having it be something that the client approved. My mind immediately went to like a Google sheet where I was like, you can see the date, you can have a column for the caption and then the image. That's that's immediately where my mind went to. Um, it makes it really easy. Like you, like you said, you don't have to get into all the programs, but this can easily be done with Google Drive. Like you said, a shared folder with them to do images. You can have it all through there. Um, and Google Drive, as long as you have that, that Gmail is free and definitely use it. And a lot of like a lot of your clients are already going to be familiar with that too, which might make that process when you're first getting started before you know all these other systems and programs a little bit easier, um, bringing that client on and starting that onboarding process. The last thing I wanted to ask you before we start to wrap this up, I know you had mentioned some really good things about you know, if you're going into social media, making sure that you're running your own account and getting using that and getting on there so that you can kind of test things out. But if you had any other pieces of advice or even just one for someone who is doing a little bit of everything, but has been thinking about doing social media, if there's anything that you've learned along the way that you would like to share a little piece of wisdom, we would definitely appreciate that. Yeah. So first I'll share a mindset thing. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important. So I know for myself, when I started thinking about uh, niching down and just specializing in social media, I was so afraid to do it. And I was even, I involved my husband a lot in my business. I like talk things out with him a lot, but he was even nervous for me. He's like, gosh, I mean, as a virtual assistant, I had such a wide variety of services that I could offer people. And, you know, I could bring in so many people. Right. And so thinking about specializing, I was like, am I just going to be leaving a bunch of money on the table? Am I actually going to be getting clients? What if there's a bunch of competition and there are so many social media managers out there, all those things. And I actually found funny enough that once I decided to go ahead and specialize and just do it and just hope for the best, I actually found that, well, One, I was able to double my hourly pay. I don't charge hourly, but if you were to break down the packages, um, I, I started out doubling what I was making for each client and, and then, and then some, because some clients, I mean, um, and I'll just, I'll be, uh, real transparent. So your audience knows, uh, social media managers, they typically make anywhere from 50 to 75 per hour, and it can be even more than that. So like one of my clients, there's so much strategy and, you know, um, the services that, uh, she has with me is over a hundred an hour. So, I mean, each client can be different, but I had, I, I had trouble. I knew I had been told that, you know, the pay was higher, but I had trouble, Um, imagining that actually being real. (laughs) And so what I found when I decided to specialize was not only was I making more money um, and really using, using my time better, because you can also really uh, create schedules where you're not working every single day, or, or if you are working every day, it's only for, you know, a couple hours or so. So you kind of, I was able to, you know, get some more flexibility in my schedule, able to increase my pay, but I was also getting clients so much faster and so much easier because people saw me as an expert in this certain area. And so they, when 
they knew somebody who needed social media services, they, they referred me, they just thought about me as that person. So I did find that as a VA, but I found it way more as a social media manager once I specialized. So I, I highly recommend specializing if you're ready and don't, I don't feel like you have to force yourself if you don't feel like you're ready yet, but also don't hold yourself back and don't let yourself sit in the fears of it because specializing can be a beautiful thing. (laughs) And it, it really helps you to, it helps you to gain confidence in what you're doing. And it helps you, it actually simplifies your life because you are only having to learn this certain area and you can really go all in and learn so much more about what you're doing. Yes. Preach it because I say that all the time on this podcast. It's so funny that all the, you know, the people that will come through the program, the academy, and that's where we really start to figure out, okay, like what is going to be that thing that you're going to specialize in? And that fear comes up all the time. I'm worried. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be losing all these people, but it makes it so much easier for you to become, like you said, that go-to person because people will come to your page, come to what you're doing and say like, okay, yes, like this person is for me or no, she's not. And that's a way better place to be in, in as opposed to being the, uh, I don't know if she can help me because I mean, you hear it all the time. Confused people don't want to buy. They just don't know if it's for them. So it's better to be in a place where like it's a yes or it's a no. Um, and it just really helps to continue to position you as that expert, which you have become and you're doing so many amazing things with, with your own Instagram, with your course, with your podcast. So tell everybody where they can come learn more about you, what you've got going on. Give us all the links and everything that we can link up for you in the show notes. Yeah. So, um, if you want to come connect with me and I teach about all things, social media content creation, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, it's at Kristen Dawn Smith, K R I S T E N D A W N Smith. Uh, you can go to my website. Just if you want to get an idea of what my services look like, if you're kind of wondering, you know, what you should have your services look like, or, you know, just to get an idea of what is out there. Um, KristenDawnSmith.com. And then I am super excited because my, I'm finally about to launch my very first course. I am teaching on how to use Instagram for business and how to get clients. This is for service providers. Um, so it'll teach you how to get, uh, you know, build your account so that it's, uh, I call it kind of like your mini website. So people can really gather everything they need to know on your Instagram account in order to feel confident in working with you. Um, I have found that when people book discovery calls through Instagram, when they, um, have found me through Instagram, then they're very likely to go to go ahead and, um, book the services because they've gathered so much information and, and, um, have really built the no like trust factor. So they feel like they trust me and know me. Um, so I'm teaching that in this course and I'm about to beta launch it. So, um, I'm going to be starting with a very small group. It'll be small and intimate only. I think I'm only going to do 10 spots. So very small. And these uh, people who get in on that are going to pay a lot less. It's going to be the, the cost will at least double once it's live to everybody. So the beta students are going to be getting 
they're not going to be paying as much, but they're um, going to be getting some other perks. Um, yeah. So I can't wait for that right now. I have the wait list out for that. So people are just signing up for the wait list so they can be notified once I open the doors to let people in to sign up for the beta. Um, and then it won't be too long after that, where I, uh, launch it to everybody. Perfect. So we can find all that on your website, just for whoever's listening to this at any point when it, whether it's when it first launches or, you know, maybe it's six months down the road, we can find out information on that on your website. Yeah. So you can find that either on my website, or if you go to the link in my bio on my Instagram profile, you can find it there too. Perfect. Well, I so appreciate you coming on and sharing all this. I know it's going to be super helpful for my listeners who are thinking about getting started as a social media manager. So I just appreciate your honesty and your openness to sharing everything today. Absolutely. It was fun. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.